Have you ever looked in the mirror and thought to yourself, my stomach is so gross. These rolls are so disgusting. Have you ever felt actual hate towards your own body? God has some things to say about it, and that's where we are going to go today. So get ready. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast. I'm Jenny Laurie Hope, your life and health coach. Getting Unstuck is an empowering podcast for women who are looking for a biblical perspective on their life and health challenges. You can expect to hear practical tips for living a healthy and productive life, faith-based wisdom to help you reduce anxiety and overwhelm, and simple ways to reconnect with God and find true wholeness. Hello, everybody. We are one week away from the official kickoff of the fall round of wisdom and weight loss. This is my six-week group coaching program that's designed to help you reprogram how you look at your health, how you look at your weight and your relationship with your body. So you'll watch super short video lessons on topics like how to break the yo-yo cycle, how to listen to your body, what biblical self-love really looks like, how to use prayer in your weight loss journey, all those kinds of topics. We're going to focus on mindset over meal plans because most women who I've helped over the years don't actually need another meal plan. They need support and motivation and they need to to energize their mindset to stop the self-destructive habits that they're doing and start implementing healthy habits. And the way I teach that is to show you how to partner with God in this area of your life because we tend to compartmentalize our lives. We have this compartment over here for health, and here's the compartment for family, and here's work, here's entertainment, and then here's God over here. <laughs> here he is over on Sunday morning. There's the Sunday morning compartment, right? We're going to change that. I will show you how to connect with God in a way that brings his power into your weight loss journey because your health matters to God and he wants to be with you in this. And I'm just kind of a facilitator for this process. So we'll also have weekly group coaching calls on Zoom. We'll have private accountability pods where you can chat via text and voice message with other women who are working on the same thing. And this community aspect is priceless because not only do we learn from hearing what other women are doing, hearing their stories, hearing what's working for them, you also stop feeling alone because Satan likes to isolate. That's what he does. He pulls you away. Have you ever noticed you don't binge around a bunch of other people? You binge by yourself, right? In the dark. These things hide in the dark. So stop feeling alone in the struggle. Join with us. You can read all the details at jennylaurie.com backslash weight loss. Link in the show notes, all the details. Please reach out to me if you have questions. I would love to chat, hop on the phone, talk for 10, 15 minutes, make sure it's a good fit. There's introductory pricing for one more week. So I hope to see some of your faces there in a week. But on to our main course for today. What to do when you hate the skin that you're living in. When you hate what you see in the mirror, if you're full of shame and frustration and disgust, your inner dialogue is mean. You're saying things to yourself that you would absolutely never say out loud to anyone else for any reason. Can you even imagine saying to other people what you say to yourself? 
I'm sure you cannot. (laughs) So what do we do naturally when you start to feel this way and you feel that shame and you feel that disgust and it kind of triggers you? Most women go one of two ways. You either take some massive action to try to fix it yourself. So you do something extreme. Maybe you decide you're going to be heavily restrictive. You vow to give up all sugar and junk food. You're going to exercise out of guilt because you're going to try to burn that fat off. That's your motivation on burning those fat cells, right? Or maybe you feel so hopeless that you go the other way. You think you're too much of a failure to fix it. You're too far gone and you just embrace the junk food because it feels good. You decide to escape on social media, escape on Netflix. You have chips and salsa for dinner. You write it off as being in survival mode. You just, you've given up. And neither case ends well. When you take massive action and do something drastic, maybe do a fad diet, that typically you'll burn out after a few weeks or months. Any changes that you had are lost. They were only temporary. You might end up worse off than before, and you feel definitely feel more discouraged than you did before. Or you continue on this path of destructive choices that are bad for your mental health, bad for your physical health. You just kind of ignore it, sweep it under the rug, and don't take care of yourself. Either way, you're kind of falling in a rut. We want to follow the path of peace. We want to follow what God says. As always, the true answer starts with God. So what does God say about it? Turns out more than I can even talk about in this episode, which is why I really encourage you to check out Wisdom and Weight Loss, because there is so much that we're going to dive into in that program. But for today, let me offer you a two-part solution to get started. Number one, let go of the world's standard and start embracing God's standard of beauty. And number two, start practicing kindness towards yourself because this goes way beyond just you. So let's unpack number one, God's standard versus our standard. Okay, when you think about how you see yourself and judge your appearance, what is your standard? What are you trying to measure up to here? Because there's absolutely no standard in the Bible that tells you what a perfect human body looks like. Anytime we're looking at our outward appearance with some dissatisfaction, it's because we are comparing it with some worldly standard of beauty. And that is a contest that never ends. (laughs) Absolutely never ends. You're never going to be good enough, tall enough, skinny enough, pretty enough, toned enough, tan enough, pretty small. You get the picture. There's always somebody who looks better than you. It's subjective anyway, right? (laughs) It never ends. So what do we actually know about what God thinks about our physical bodies? Number one, we know that we're created in God's image. In Genesis, he created us in his image. We know we're fearfully and wonderfully made, Psalm 139. We know that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's pretty amazing. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 19. We're not our own. We were bought at a price. We know we're to honor God with our bodies. Romans 12, 1, we know our bodies are a living sacrifice. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. None of those say you're supposed to be skinny. You're not supposed to have fat on your abs. (laughs) Who are you to decide what is and is not beautiful? God did not choose Mary to be the mother of Jesus because she was size two with washboard abs and a great thigh gap. 
How stupid does that sound, right? (laughs) We have no idea what her body looked like, but she found favor with God because of her willingness to be a vessel for his glory, to do, be it unto me as you say. She was willing to be a vessel. You say your body is gross. God says it's a temple of his Holy Spirit and made in his own image. Which is it? Which is it? The word repent means to turn and get in alignment with God. So we have got to stop thinking and saying things like, my body is disgusting because it is flat out in opposition to what God says about you. And the second part of Romans, Romans 12, 2 is do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So we're not supposed to conform to what the world says is beautiful. We're supposed to be transformed. And conform means like pressed into the mold of. Stop trying to press yourself into the mold of what the world says is pretty. It's never going to, you're never going to win. So getting in line with God means actually thinking and saying things like, My body is beautiful. It's a vessel for God to use. My body gave life to other humans. My body is for serving others. My body is for unity with my husband. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I want you to actually start saying these things, thinking these things. We'll do an action step in a minute. That's part one. But part two is compassionate, grace-filled kindness toward yourself that's rooted in love. Let's talk about how much God loves you. Ephesians 3, starting in verse 16. So this is a letter from Paul to the Ephesians. He is trying to get them. He's praying that they would understand how much God loves them. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how long and how high and how deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the measure of all fullness of God. Just read that over and over, right? (laughs) How big is this love? I'm going to throw out some more. Ephesians 1, 4, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Ephesians 2, 10, we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Luke 12, 7, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Psalm 139, 17, how precious are your thoughts about me, O God? They cannot be numbered. And of course, Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So just for a minute, just let that wash over you. God loves you. He loves you as you are right now. He's not looking at your outward. We know God looks at the heart. So when you embrace God's love and you let it flow through you, you can start treating yourself with kindness and respect. And the outward is going to start changing. The changes are going to start happening more effortlessly when you do that. If you just beat yourself up, good luck making changes. It's just you're, you're sabotaging yourself. When we're kind to ourselves, we start treating ourselves with respect and those changes are going to happen naturally. 
So action steps this week. Number one, I want you to stop the comparison. If you're on social media, think about taking a break because it's almost impossible to scroll Instagram these days and not fall into some kind of trap, (laughs) some kind of comparison that's going to trigger wrong thoughts about your own appearance. And number two, I want you to do this kindness practice with me. I want you to actually do this. I want you to stop what you're doing right now. I want you to put your hand over your heart. I want you to feel the weight of your hand and the weight of your fingers. This is like my little hug to you. First, I want you to think these thoughts and then we're going to say them. So first, just think them. Listen as I'm saying them. My body is amazing. My body is a gift. My body deserves kindness. Now I want you to say it with me. My body is amazing. My body is a gift. My body deserves kindness. I know this doesn't feel natural. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not what we naturally do. You might not even believe what you're saying yet, but these truths are from the ultimate source of truth. This is a starting place. God talks about how we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. So I want you to practice thinking these things in your heart, letting them sink in letting them become truth for you and speaking them with your mouth helps. And if you want to go deeper into work like this, wisdom and weight loss is where you want to be because the weight loss is truly secondary in this program. Because when you embrace God's truths and you start living them out, your body is going to fall in line because we are a spirit. That's who we truly are. We have a soul, which is our mind and our will and our emotions, and we live in this body. And when you start with your spirit, which God has perfected if you're a born-again believer, and then you get right in your soul, you get right in your mind, you get right in your emotions, and you get that in line with your spirit, then now your body's in the minority. The work you do in your spirit and your soul will bring your body along for the ride and you're going to end up where you want to be without all the striving and all the restriction and all the misery that you've experienced in the past. So come with us. Learn to do this God's way. That's it for today, my friends. See you next week. If this episode made a difference in your life, I would love it if you would text it to a friend rate the podcast and leave a review. It makes my day to read how this is helping you and it helps other women find my content. So thank you.